people all over the UK have been kind enough to give me access into their homes, kitchens and restaurants to share their food and their stories with me. Welcome to this food banks. Listen, we're not in Congo. Don't get excited. Or should I say, don't be scared. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Listen, obviously, we're in Islington. We are with the lovely Fatima from La Viande. Fime. Fime. La Viande. Fime. What does that mean? Sorry. Smokes meat. Smoked meat. Is that what it means? Say nothing. Say nothing. Very simple. Sounds very nice, point. isn't it? Very nice. Yeah. Listen, this table, this spread here, chase the smell. The mm. colours, the smokiness of the meat, you can smell everything on this table. Uh, I can't wait to tuck in. Yeah. Um, can you talk us through what's on this table here right now, please? Okay, we're going to start with the famous dish, to mm. me anyway, taba. Mm-hmm. I smoked lamb. It's not goat this time. It's not goat. Typically, we tend to smoke goat, but That's I've got right. lamb. I love lamb. Yeah, I've mm. got lamb. So not wasting time, you know. Let me help you. No, no, please. <laughs> Madam, please. Mm. We've got lamb. Love it. And we have Billy Billy. We call it Pima in French. Billy Billy in Billy Swahili. Billy Billy yeah. is what's Billy Billy? Chili. Chili, yeah? Yeah. Love so we that. have the dry one mm. and we have the wet one, which mm-hmm. I made. Mm-hmm. We have turkey, dendol. Mm. We have turkey, smoked turkey. Smoked turkey. Which part of the turkey? Um, I have shoulder. Mm. No, so I have wing and I have leg in there. Mm. So that's the smoked turkey mm. made in peanuts. Mm. We love peanuts in yeah. Congo. Yeah. So we've got peanuts in there. Kwanga. Mm. Cassava baton. Cassava baton. <laughs> so it's basically cassava. Cassava, and it's flour, flour, and it's just been made into a dough. A dough, right, right, and right. And it comes in, in a baton type mm. shape. Yeah. I like it. And we have mikate, mm-hmm. um, which is what you're in Congo broth. No, yeah. In Ghana, we call in it bofruit. Bofruit. So it's like in Ghana, we call it bofruit. In Nigeria, they call it puff puff. Um, I can't lie. I'm sorry to my fellow Ghanaians. It's controversial. <laughs> I prefer the Congolese one. It's just it's lighter. It's airy. It's not like you know doughy and dewy mm. and you know what I mean. It's just it's just light and it's just oh you know what it's I mean. It's like a dessert. It's like a dessert. Mm. Okay, talk us through how you made you know the deng dong from stage each stage. So From start the, to finish. the smoked turkey, mm. I don't smoke it. Mm. I'm not there yet. Mm. I buy smoked, mm-hmm. um, and I just because it's already smoked, it's cooked. Right. So I'm just putting my little additions in it. So mm. fry my onions. Mm. Um, I like bell peppers in it right. and shallots. Mm. So I put that in the spring onions. Mm. And once all that softened and sautéed, mm. I then put peanuts butter right. in there um and then just let the peanut butter cook yeah just let it simmer yeah, slow for, cook, a bit, for a little bit yeah you don't want it to go crispy like peanut butter can go crispy right um water mm. to give it some soup almost mm-hmm. uh, make it a bit runny that saucy sort yeah, of flavor yeah so yeah, you yeah. can even have if you put enough water in you can have it with rice mm. 
you can have it with kwanga mm. you can have it with fufu mm. um yeah right um the taba we've already gone yeah, through yeah we've gone through the mikate mikate please talk us through um, flour mm. sugar mm. yeast mm. and warm water not hot water you don't want to kill the yeast mm. you know you want to activate the yeast so we just a bit of warm lukewarm mm. water mm. um mix it in get mm. the consistency you need to you need to know the consistency that you need it to be What's you that? don't want it runny right you just want it still it's still holding on when you lift it up mix it up it's still holding on right and it's taking a while to kind of detach i see that's really spicy you know i uh, know don't worry don't keep going <laughs> keep going i mean I, I like to play with fire <laughs> and um i leave it for about four hours yeah. and just leave it to rise mm. and it starts bubbling when once it's probably tripled in size in the bowl then i know and when it's got bubbles at the top mm. then i know it's ready right and I just fry it. Fry it. For how long, roughly? Um, fry for about 10, mm. um, 20 seconds, mm. 20, 30 seconds. Right. Um, because it's so light, it cooks quickly. Yeah, it cooks quickly. You don't want to... How do you get it airy? Just very quickly. I mean, I, because obviously when we have it in Ghana, it's just, it's very doughy. It's very so I wonder, maybe you don't, maybe you don't, um, don't use yeast. We don't use yeast. Okay, pro- probably. I'll look into the that. yeast that does... I'm sure you do that. Mm. I don't know. Maybe the consistency as well. Maybe yours is much thicker. Right. Mine's not runny and it's not thick. Mm. It's just enough mm. to just. For it to, oh, it's consistent. Yeah. I have to show you. Yeah, for real. The video. Um, I like it. Me making it. What else? Then we've got. Um, we have corn. Mm-hmm. Um, I barbecued the the corn, mm. but with with um the leaves on yeah. i didn't take it off i right. left the leaves on mm. and literally let the juices from the corn mm. the water in the corn to steam mm. and that's what cooked it mm. and eventually um it gets it gets i eventually i take off the leaves that's right so that it, i can color it mm. after mm. us but there's nothing on it it's, it's just corn. there's just nothing it's on sweet. it it's tasty it's yeah. crunchy you get all of that. That first bite is like crunch, mm. and then you get the sweetness after, which I really like. And then obviously you get the smoke, you know, so yeah. the charcoal, charcoal in there, taste from there, which I really like. Listen, Fatima, you've done a sterling job. Honestly, Thank you've you. outdone yourself. This is brilliant. I'm enjoying this. The lamb, oh my god! Listen, it's um, I love doing lamb because. Mm. it's soft it's soft i don't like fighting with my yeah, food man when it's gold i'm beefing with it it's yeah. like i'm going 10 rounds with mike tyson yeah you know what i mean i just want to eat my meat mm. you know what i'm saying you know get stuck in your teeth and then it's like oh you've just come out of like a war zone mm. with the meat but this one is juicy you know it's flavorsome you get you get that flavor from the meat and then obviously the smokiness from mm. the the grill well the, the smoker the smoker gives it that extra vim you know yeah. what i'm saying I'm in Congo. And the other thing is... I'm in Kinshasa. We have a lot of... Um, Ozabien, my people. Ozabien. <laughs> if you can see some of the meat that's fat in it, it's always good to make... Fat... To make taba with the a meat. Fat. To have meat... Um, the meat to have fat in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives it a flavour. Mm. You have some... I've had some people just asking me for the fat on mm. the, the taba. I'm like, I don't know how I'll say the fat on the taba, yeah, but they yeah. just want the fat mm. off the taba. You know, but it gives it, it gives it that flavor it I does. guess it gives it that extra flavor so mm. it's, it's very nice honestly it's really really nice um good spread an array of dishes here 
would you say this is like a staple diet for a Congolese individual or if I was in Congo right now Mm-mm. there'll be more on this table there will be a lot of more starch you lot, a lot man. more <laughs> you Congolese starch and veg mm. you might not get a lot of meat mm. you might not get um smoked turkey or turkey mm. a diet involves a lot of flour mm. a lot of um a lot of starch beans mm. Corn, mm. cassava, mm. you know, um, depends where you are in the Congo as well. Mm. Fish, fish, yeah. You have the Congo River, fresh mm. fish. Okay, so if you're near the Congo mm. River, the infamous river, yeah, you get you, you obviously eat you, a lot of fish. Yeah, if you catch and you preserve it, so mm. you smoke it, you salt it, right. then you get, you know, mm. it gets around. But um, but where you're from, is this? So where I'm from, in Congo, I wouldn't say it's this. Mm. I would say small rice, mm. fufu, mm. Um, corn. Mm. I remember my grandma, my great grand, having corn, and you know she had a little farm, mm. so we had a lot of corn. Mm. We had um, chicken. Mm. Um, it's a lot of vegetables mm. like pondu, which mm. is cassava leaf right. leaves. Um, mm. Yeah, so this. Mm. I wouldn't say something that we would have on our table. Definitely meat, but for not real. so much um, taba. For real, for real, for real. Yeah, for so it, def- it depends where you're from. Nah, nah, man, this is good. This is very good. I understand now. I'm starting to get what the Congolese yeah. people eat and everything else. Um, let's talk about you now. Obviously, we've we've uh, showcased your banging food. Come on. Yeah. Now, I want to know about you. Mm. Why... Why did you decide to go into the catering business, cooking from your kitchen and distributing to the general public? Why? <laughs> like I said to you before, so I don't have to sit down. Mm. I'm always trying to do something, mm. but I enjoy cooking. Mm. Um, oh, God, B. I enjoy cooking and um, I thought, why not? Mm. Um, Particularly, I wanted to do Congolese food, mm. you know, I, I can make all the other type of food, mm. but I wanted to do Congolese food because it's not, traditional Congolese food, Congolese food is not something that I was brought up right. eating. Um, oh, really? Yeah. What was you brought up eating then? Um, a lot of meat. Right. A lot of barbecued meat. Right. Um... Not like a Congolese dish. No, only if we went up to the up north to right. Dembo, where my grand, where my mum's from, mm. we'd have proper proper Congolese, you know, Congolese from mm. our village, mm. our mm. region, um, food. Right. So I wanted to bring Congolese food into my house. Mm. We know about Ghana. Mm. We eat Ghanaian food. Bang, we know about bang. Nigerian. Bang, you bang. know, eat Nigerian food. Come on. Um, you know about Chinese, we know about mm, all the mm, other mm, foods, mm. you know, but I wanted to bring something personal home. Mm. And then I also wanted to feed people something that was dear and personal to me. Right. All the dishes that I cook, right. I've literally just learning how to cook in the last um, nine months. Swear. Yeah, nine, ten months. Swear down. Yeah. Because I started doing it in December last year. Right, 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 right. Uh, okay. Well, that's... It's new. It's new to you, yeah? Mm. And who, who would you say... This is really nice, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm going to box this off in a bit. Who would you say inspired you when it came to cooking? Um, 
my mum, mm. my mum cooks, mm. and she didn't she didn't grow up cooking Congolese food actually. Mm. It's um, uh, my stepdad who's fully Congolese, right? So obviously, you know, mm. catered to your husband, right? And she learned how to cook a lot of Congolese food right. because of him, right? And um, so my mum and then just missing home, just mm. really want that connection with home mm. encouraged me to mm. inspired me right. to cook Congolese well try and cook Congolese food yeah but I've had no complaints from Congolese customers really mm. no. they keep coming back mm. especially with my taba right why do you f- I mean the thing with African cuisines is that I don't feel like they especially you know the, the central part of Africa I don't feel like, whoa, it's like the plane going. <laughs> Helicopter going over there. I feel as if though, the central part of Africa, the cuisines are not well known. It's not, it's not something that the general public will get up and leave their house for, mm. to go and eat on a, on a date night or, you know what I mean? It's a shame. Why do you think that is? Especially when it comes to Congolese food, because this looks banging, man. Mm. I don't. There's not enough Congolese restaurants. Why do you think that is? I think I only know of two, and one of them is always closed. I've never. I've only been there once. <laughs> one of them is always closed. Always, always closed. <laughs> um, yeah. I only know of one mm. that you go and yeah. Mm. But even even they adopted other types of cuisine, you mm. know, other types of African food. Mm. But um. I really don't know what it is. Um, our street foods, mm. Taba and Mikate mm. and Kwanga, seems to be really popular. And mm. um, we also have meat on meat on skewers. That's mm. really popular. Mm. It's just Taba, you know, mm. on stick. Um, but I don't know. I can't explain why. Mm. It's interesting. It's just, is it? Is it just? Do you think the standards aren't there? Do Do you think that we're not? showcasing our cuisines properly. I think Congolese people are not doing justice to our food. And also, like mm. I said, what they're eating Kinshasa, we probably don't eat here. In, in my part in of the part. Congo. Yeah, yeah. You know, so each region has their own dishes, right. you know. But jollof, like Kenke, mm. you go to Accra, there's Kenke, yeah. you go to Cape Coast, there's Kenke, yeah. you go wherever you go in Ghana, there's Kenke, Kumasi, there's Kenke. You go jollof, Right. All over Nigeria, there's yeah, jollof, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 for real, for real. But in Congo, it's different. Everyone has their own traditional dishes. Mm. Even though we mostly eat vegetables and starch, mm. it's you won't find people cooking the same thing. You know, everyone's cooking something. Yeah, different. everyone's cooking something that's mm. their tradition. Right. Um. But yeah, so I, I, I really don't know. It's a shame. I mean, other than. We have a lot more. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like the central part of Africa, yeah, it has a lot of dishes to showcase. Mm. Even the Western, you know, because when people talk about African food, you know, we speak uh, Moroccan. Yeah, Moroccan food, and I love Moroccan food. That's popular. Yeah, that's it. But that's about it, really. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know. I think it's maybe the standards, and it just they just need to raise the level. And I think we need to stop hiding our dishes and stop hiding it, mm. you know, because people are out there eating kangaroo meat, and it's 
and zebra meat in in Shaka Zulu. In Shaka, yes. You know, so why can't we be showcasing? You know, but also, but in saying that, do you think that, especially when it comes to Congo, is there is there negative perception people may have when it comes to, um, food like you know, bush meat and you know, because a lot of my friends. <laughs> We joke about and we we always say yeah bush meat this bush meat that and obviously the Ebola virus mm. comes into question and everything else they always say that the Ebola virus stemmed from Congo mm. and central parts of Africa. Do you think that has something to play? That plays a part. Sorry, in, in this. Um, I don't think it does. I think within our own community. Mm. I don't think we're worried about Ebola and, mm. you know, bush meat being contaminated or yeah. whatever. Mm. I think people who don't know mm. or lack the knowledge mm. or just pure ignorance, mm. you, you, you kind of relate something that has nothing to do, you know, with, you know, Ebola with the food. There's no so, connection. Yeah. I just think it's, we just don't promote our food. Right. You know, we promote our music, mm. our uh, our fashion mm. but the food mm. we just don't do it justice um have you ever eaten bush meat i probably have i don't know <laughs> i don't even know what bush meat is do you know what it is i've had snake meat in it i've had snake yeah, meat yeah, yeah i've had snake store which is but what's bad. bush meat like i think bush meat is like chimpanzees monkeys mm, gorillas gorilla elbows gorilla ribs no i don't think i've had probably so i've had snake yeah Alligators, crocodiles. No, I've, I've worn alligator shoes. Wow. Petar, I'm going to come after you, boy. Yeah, that's as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah, because that's what that's what it is, you know. Um, and people don't understand that, you know, it's it's part of the livelihood in certain countries. It's just mm. the way it is. Like, and bush meat, it's, it's, if you can catch it, it's free. It's free, yeah. If you can buy it, it's cheap. Yeah. You know. And it's a good source of protein. It's a good source of... One of the biggest things in, in the Congo is... Um, grasshoppers. Mm. Me, Percy. Oh, you guys I eat, eat it. Say no. I I remember like there's a season um, when I was a little girl with my grandma and my mom mm. catching grasshoppers and they taste amazing. What do you do? Do you take it home and what do you do with the grasshoppers? Do you fry it? Do you... We, yeah, fry it. And you season it and then bang. I don't know if we season it, but <laughs> we must do. But it tastes. You can buy it here when it's in season right. in West Green Road. Mm. There's a shop. My oh. mom always gets containers of it. Well, grasshoppers, they grasshoppers, sell it, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's this so is, nice. This is the thing, because it's a, it's a source of protein. protein. I mean, I was reading it somewhere that with Congo especially, because it was becoming an overpopulated nation, mm-hmm. because of their, you know, rape and everything yeah. that was going on during the genocide, people were hungry. People were going you know long days without eating so mm. they needed to replace mm. that energy with some source of protein and they just said bun it we're mm. just gonna go and this is this is how it is in africa i don't think that's you don't think that's true i, I, I lived there before the war and we used to eat grasshoppers yeah. it's a delicacy say nothing um worms are really really fat i mean i'm sure they all got different names yeah, but yeah. really thick mm. black-headed worms you know you do it in a nice stew mm, mm, mm. i've never had it well, have I? maybe i have mm. i don't know but i definitely remember eating grasshoppers mm. um it's just like if you went to i don't know mm. try and they had scorpions on the streets That's what I'm saying. it's the same thing they're saying that you know they're 
coronavirus came from a bat. Yeah, that's what they say. Well, that's what they say. So I'll still eat a bat though. <laughs> You still back that, yeah? I still, if I went to China, <laughs> I want to try street food. That's the thing. You want to try street food. And you the know? thing is, it's, it's not going to stop you from going to a Chinese restaurant. Exactly. It's well, what yeah, it hasn't stopped. I mean, I haven't yeah, been yeah, yeah. yeah. I think probably have since this, all this. Yeah, but yeah, 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 you know. Um, okay, well, so it just needs to be showcased more clearly. Mm. Um, what's, 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 what's your customer base like? Do you get a lot of uh, Congolese people coming to eat your food? Um... Or just a diverse sort of. It's really diverse, mm. and it's really unfortunate that it's. Only, I only have, I only have, I only have two Congolese, regular Congolese customers. Mm. I have, and everyone else is different parts. You know, we have Ghanaians. I have mm. a few Ghanaians, Nigerians. Mm. I have a few Europeans. Mm. Um. And what's the feedback been like? So the most when they, ex- when they have Congolese food, what, when what they have the most exciting feedbacks that I I get back mm. is from the Congolese customers mm. because obviously they know what so I know I'm doing well. Mm. Um, smoked meat, I find that everyone loves smoked meat. Um, Which is so a surprise because there's a new craze for smoked meat, especially on Instagram. Right, it's yeah. going is mad. Like I'm seeing. Taba, 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 taba. That's all I see on Instagram. You know, Instagram. when I started this, mm. it was really, you couldn't, you would, taba was just something you knew to go mm. to, you know, a famous restaurant now mm. in North London mm. or you just knew some of the African shops that mm. sold taba. Mm. But, so when I started it, there wasn't, it wasn't something I was on social media. Mm. And during a lockdown, one of my regular customers was like, on um you're setting a trend mm. know, what's going on so everyone's doing tapa now mm. so it's kind of blew up during this lockdown mm. everyone is doing tapa it's mad it's crazy i don't know what it is I, I love it and it's addictive it is addictive because it's like i can't stop myself mm-hmm. from going back for the next one mm-hmm. and another one and another one which is crazy um so the feedback has been good yeah it's been really good mm. the only thing is obviously uh, not everyone knows Congolese food and mm. Tamba, you know me when you go sh- to the shop you buy Tamba with Kwanga mm. so people who don't know Kwanga they don't know Cassava mm. what's that what are you supposed it's to like, eat what it is with it? yeah you it's know, like what is it and what do you eat it with you do, know? do you think it's an educational thing that you have to always do then yeah. is, it, is it something that is that been a challenge for you then so in initially educating? yeah educate initially I started off with just Tamba mm. I didn't do anything else right and then people were like, well, okay, so would you, would you have chips? What would you have with it? Mm. No, no, you know, just you buy just the taba. Like, yeah, just yeah. buy the taba and then you add whatever you want to mm. it. And I found myself having to look for pictures of kwanga or buy kwanga and saying, this is kwanga, mm. you have it with this, and mm. get pictures off online, off, you know, Google mm. Mm. of the two together. Right. And educate people, so you have it with this. This is mm. how we usually have it. Mm. And you have the pili pili. Um, or and then so and then I started doing kwanga with taba because mm. people wanted something to go. Even Congolese mm-hmm. were like, "How do you sell kwanga?" I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. Then then I had to add the kwanga. So I've had to educate people On that don't know the what dishes you have go it to with. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what dish goes with what when yeah. it comes to Congolese food. So how have you done that then? Have you done it through like 
pictures on Instagram. Yeah, so pictures on pictures, Instagram yeah. and you know, everyone, arrows yeah, and like, yeah, this yeah. Is yeah. and I explain what like, yeah it's what like, it's made from. It's like teaching, yeah. <laughs> you know, for my low ability students. <laughs> I, have to, I have to do diagrams here and there and there, but yeah, it's fair. You know, sometimes people no, need to know. Knows, not yeah. everyone knows, and this is why we're here and talking about food, and mm. this is the beauty of it. It's it's gaining that cultural understanding. And, and that cultural awareness when it comes to cuisines, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, so that's been a challenge. What else has been a challenge as well um, when it comes to doing this? Getting the word out. Really? Getting the word out. Mm. Um, and just advertising myself, Congolese foods, you know, we all know about Nigerian food, we all know about Chinese yeah. food, we all know about Indian food. You feel like you get lost in there. Yeah, you know, and yeah, so that, like you look at the cassava mm. and you're like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, the, the pondu. The pondu, You're yeah. like, not the pondu, what sorry, the kwanga. Yeah. You're like, yeah. what is this? Mm. You know, so it's it's been really hard mm. trying to get people because when I started this, mm. I wasn't aiming for the Congolese community because mm. we can all make this at home. Exactly. So my target was outside of that community. You know, and I knew that I had to put in work right. and be like, okay, mm. make it look exciting, right. make it look attractive. You know, the eyes you have to sell it. Mm. You know, before they taste it, they're looking and say, oh, this looks really nice. Mm. And that's why I smoked my meat. Mm. Other people would just barbecue it, mm. quick, quick, quick. But I smoke because that redness has attracted a lot of people. And right. I'm like, oh. People have literally asked me, what did you put a filter on? And I'm like, no, like, <laughs> it's the smoke, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I smell smoke for days after yeah. I've done, you know, I've smoked tabac. Yeah, um, yeah. But, um, yeah. No, that's interesting. That is very interesting because you forget that with a cuisine that's so not well known, you, you almost have to... Back, take a back step it's mm-hmm. like you can't just go in saying yeah Congolese food here you go yeah. you know you have to go in and say okay you eat this with mm-hmm. this, this then this you can eat on its own and it's, yeah. to, it's the process you which have is, to know how to, you know what to mix and match mm. you know if you go to a Caribbean shop it's rice and peas curry mm. goat you know jerk chicken you know yeah. that goes you don't have to right. ask right. you know right. that's interesting that's very very interesting and uh, probably that's the reason why a lot of people don't go for Congolese food it's just the lack of mm, knowledge, knowledge and the lack of education mm-hmm. that they get when it comes to Congolese cuisines um, what's been the biggest lesson you've learned then when it comes to um, catering cooking in general patience why do you say patience patience um, I think with the tab especially mm. it takes me it took me a whole day just mm. to do half a go mm. if I start early enough mm. So patience with smoking, mm. patience with educating, mm. patience with um, just understanding how the food industry works, you mm. know, how the whole catering and... Would you say you, you went in there... That's what I could cook. Naive. Yeah, I was like, oh, people, a bit naive, people yeah. just come, you know, they'll see the mm. food. Yeah, mm. I, I really went in there thinking, yeah. People are going to get it straight away. Yeah, you know. Mm not at all mm. um it, it it has been difficult and also social media is a funny place it's a tough game isn't it's it? so tough i always say social media is like being in the content business mm. it's content 
content, content. Literally, the minute you don't post for a day, there's no traffic. Like, you don't, and you lose people. You lose people. Oh, yeah. People gonna follow you. Yeah. So, in my thing is, I have, I have, some followers mm. on Instagram. Mm. Some followers on my personal Instagram. Right. Some followers on my WhatsApp, mm. on my Facebook. Mm. It's been hard work just trying to get everyone onto my Instagram, right. onto my business page. Right. So that I don't have to keep posting everywhere, mm. you know. So there's so many challenges. Um, so then how, how do you go about um, acquiring customers then? How do you do it? Um, word of mouth. Word of mouth. A lot of people coming through. Right. Um, through other people who've obviously tasted my food. Right. That's been the biggest way that I've got customers. Word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth. Like I said, when you type in Taba, mm. I, I pop up. Oh, swear. Mm. Say no. I've got people saying, yeah. I'm like, how did you hear about me? Mm. I, want, I typed in Taba. And, what, and what, you popped up. What do you do yourself then? Because you said you, you've got another... You, you Besides this, have you got another job? Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. So, um, I'm an Uber driver. Mm. And um, I tend to sm- smell of smoke. Quite a lot. Trust me, so. I've only been here for like what an hour, and I'm just booting or smoke. If I'm gonna go I'm church coming. again, <laughs> right off in it, you know them ones. I'm all looking smooth with my trim and that. They're gonna be like, look, what's that smell though? Smoked lamb. Yeah. That's the new Davidoff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, you know, sometimes. Um. Especially for the lockdown, it was mm. really busy. Um, mm. My business was really busy. So, in the evenings when I get in, mm. I'm like, I'm sorry, you mm. know. I'll, and I explain, like, oh, really? Mm. And then they want to know the name of the mm. business. They want to follow. Mm. They want to know what the food is, mm. you know. And then we get into talking about Congo mm. and, you know, the history and whatnot. So, mm. my, my Uber side, you know, when I do my Ubering, I've, I have bought in customers as well. Mm. And they've been really good customers, actually. Mm. Um mm loyalty card type of customers <laughs> <laughs> give so, me a five star and yeah. by the way la viende fume in it make sure you get some yeah. yeah um that's interesting very interesting um obviously you're from congo um tell us about your were you raised in congo so i was born there you were born there tell us about your upbringing um i had a really good upbringing yeah lived a good life mm. a lot of happy memories of my country right. you know right a lot of um weekends on the beach mm. swimming mm. you know mm. i didn't really i i had I, it was really it was a really happy place to live in mm. when i was a child mm. yeah um of course every, everything changed but right so, you you were raised in the is it northern part of I was, um, in Goma? Goma, 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 right. So, it was happy. Mm. You were going to Rwanda. Yeah, we were going to Rwanda to Giseni, yeah. to the beach, mm. almost every weekend. Mm. You know, family parties. We had yeah, we had a really good life. Then what happened? Then the genocide happened. Jesus. The genocide is still going on. Happened. Yeah. Um life just changed and i came we have we actually fled 
Right. You know, we we had to run away because it was it was so dangerous. We used to fall asleep to gunshots, really? just lighting up the sky, mm. and um, waking up to bodies on the streets. You wow. know, and as a child, I remember like it was you know it was yesterday. I, it's, it, it, I won't say it's traumatizing. I don't know how I felt, mm. but I remember seeing. Okay, I mean, we had to sleep under the bed to be safe. Mm. You know, fortunately for us, we had a massive compound, mm. so it would be really high walls, really mm. hard for anyone to get in. Mm. But yeah, the genocide happened, and those who had money were able to leave. Those who didn't stayed and stayed and oh. had to adjust. You know, you know if you if they made it, because mm. a lot of a lot of people have died. A really? lot of people. I mean, do, do you think? As as a as a you know little one as a little what seven were you seven about like seven yeah seven eight seven year old did you did you understand what was going on honestly I don't I don't know I mean I've seen some really graphic things really really graphic things how has that affected you over over the course of your of the years on this on this planet um I don't I don't I think to me it was just normal really. Even now, and I think, well, you know, I've seen someone, you know, mm, I, I, mm, I, I, I don't know if I can even say what I've seen, yeah. but... Yeah, you can, you can. Um, someone just been gutted wow. um, on the border mm. of Congo and mm. um, Rwanda, mm. you know, one particular old man, mm. never forget this guy, he obviously, um, he, he was dead. Mm. And it was on the side, the corner of the road. We, you know, drive up to go on to go onto the main road, mm. and his body was just on the side of the road. The first day, the second day, the third day. I don't know how many days, but mm. every time I saw him, he just right. got bigger and bigger and wow. bigger. And um, eventually, he was picked up. Mm. But I've seen things, crazy things, and um, you know the 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 the. The seaside, the mm. the Congo River. Mm. If that river could talk, really, and they used to call it the, I think they used to call it the Red River. The Red River. Because people get killed and just thrown over. Wow. Over bodies. People who've survived, mm. witness and survived. I I don't know how they. How they coping with? How they coping? The things they've seen. Yeah. So how did you survive that then? How did you like get away from that? Um, I come from a well-off family, mm. um, and my dad just had the money to take us out. Mm. You know, we fled. And w- and when you came to the UK, how did you adjust a life from, you know, a, a, a Congo that was so nice? You were having fun, mm. you were enjoying life. You were crossing the borders to go Rwanda to this con this place this, yeah. to, to a congo where sorry where it was killing and senseless killings mm. and how did um, you adjust to life how did you come to terms with i think it's definitely been by force mm. <laughs> i can't say that um i can't say i mean obviously i've adjusted because mm. now i'm in a different country mm. but it's all been put on me mm. like this is your new life mm. and this is you know you have to face the cold, you have to face the snow, you mm. have to face the language, you have mm. to face, you know, everything, the culture. Um, but before we before we came to the UK, we actually went to Rwanda. We stayed there for a bit. Mm. 
from Iran and went Saudi Arabia and from Saudi Arabia went no from Iran and went to Nairobi to Kenya we lived there mm. I went to school there for maybe about maybe a couple of years yeah, two, yeah, three years yeah. and then we came here so we had to adjust different stages mm. um, different parts of the con- you know mm. the continent of Africa that mm. we, we landed in we adjusted and when we got here just got on with it. We just got on with got it. Got on with it. You know, when we were in Kenya, we learnt English, mm. so we could speak a bit of English. Mm. My mother tongue's French, mm. but we learnt English, mm. and then we came here and we could speak a bit. Nah, nah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. In terms of like, you know, obviously you adjusted, but from eating Congolese food mm. to eating what? Ch- chicken and chips. Was I guess so. Like <laughs> yeah, Doritos. Yeah, oh really? Are you banging it Doritos? What I, I, mean I discovered um, Doritos. Yeah. That was like a shock to my system. Like, well, mm. What is this? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, um, um. Did you like the food? <laughs> what, what? I think it was a lot of, um, um, junk food. Junk food, yeah. A lot of junk food. We, mm. we, we don't know. Junk food is like wow to us back no. home. I mean, you, you do get sweets for and real, stuff. For real, for real, for but real. junk food, like crisps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, when I remember when I first came from Ghana and I landed, and uh, the first thing I had was a, a donut, a jam donut. <laughs> I, I hate a jam donut. Like, from even till now, I hate jam donut. Mm-hmm. And chicken and chips. I fell in love with chicken and chips. Every time my mum came home, I'd be like, man. Have you got some chicken and chips today? Like, Ooh. I'm not made of money now. I'm like, safe, 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 safe. You know what I'm saying? I was like, safe, safe, safe. I guess it's Kenke uh, and uh, Shito. Shito mm. it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cheers. Cheers. Got to do it the, the African way. I get scared about doing this because no, I don't want to chip to my like tooth. Like basically opening up a bottle of Fanta, as they say in uh, Ghana. Ghana. Woo! I made it out alive. Something. Something. Mm. Bien, bien. <laughs> this brings back memories. This is home. I'm telling you. You know, out of everything on this table here, <laughs> this one takes me back to Ghana. You know them ones? I feel like, yo, man's on Labadi Beach. And Labadi I'm just Beach chilling. Labadi Beach was amazing. Man, I'm we telling went. you. Beautiful, beautiful. So, in, I mean, talking about Congo, have you been back since? No, I haven't been back, and it's really sad. Why is it? Because you, you, is it still not safe? It's there? not safe, and where we where we are, it's very close to mm. the border. Mm. We, the, you know, we're just divided by a border with Rwanda, mm. so it's not safe. Um, mm. If I wanted to go a few years ago, because mm. my grandmother was really ill, mm. but in order to get to Butembo. We have to go through very dangerous roads that I just um, run by, you know. Military. Mili- yeah. You know, these mm. bad boy wannabes. Mm. That I've no idea why they're killing people. Um, but there's just no security. There's no security. You can go. Mm. You can go to Kinshasa. I can't lie. I want to go Congo. You should go. You should go. Mm. Definitely go. I would. I would go. I mean, the tickets are so expensive. Yeah, man. This is Congo, man. <laughs> it's Congo. You know what I mean? It just lets you know how hard they're trying to keep people exactly. out. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's a very war-torn country, but it's expensive to go. Expensive. And you're like, I don't get why? It. Yeah. 
We don't get it. Yeah, so... Um, so you haven't been back... To, and, it, and it's a shame because, you know, I've got a lot of friends that's from Congo. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm always going to Ghana. And I feel, so nice. And I feel, I, I feel so bad when I just... <laughs> I, can, I can jump on the plane and go Ghana. Mm -hmm. And Ghana's expensive as well. Yo, President, sort something mm -hmm. out for us, man. Free visas. Free visas, at least. man. Like, come on, man. So anyways, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going Ghana. And I've got the pleasure of saying that. I feel... I've got the privilege mm. of saying I've, I'm going to Ghana, but when I look at my Congolese friends, I'm like, why can't you go back to you know Congo? Mm. And they're like, bro, come on, man. I think <laughs> you, you know can I mean? go. You can go. You, you can, can go. go. Is that what you say? I say you can go. Yeah. I say you can go. I'm actually waiting. Mm. When all this is over, with the corona, mm. I want to go to Congo because mm. I really want to relocate. Mm. And I want to move. I've said you see the Ghana because mm. I loved Ghana when I went mm. in 2018. Mm. I loved it. Mm. It felt like I was. It felt like I was in Congo. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Africa. Mm. You know, it just felt good. But I actually want to go, and I would say to anyone, go, go to Kinshasa. Yeah. You know. How does it make you feel when you look at a country that is so rich in mm. resources? and yet so poor economically how how how, how does that make you feel Logically, it doesn't make any sense but it really irritates me yeah it really really frustrates me mm. it makes me angry mm. a lot of sadness because mm. when my some of my family are building houses made out of mud right but we have big coffee companies that in my part of Congo making millions mm. of our coffee mm. and our cocoa beans, mm. you know, making their chocolates. Mm. It really frustrates me. Our phones, our laptops, our fridges, everything. If the battery in our phones everything. is from Congo. Right? Everything. You know, we have the purest... Um, purest gold we have we are in the congo you can go to ghana and get yeah. but it's not as pure mm. gold isn't as pure as the congo mm. everything in congo is so rich wow. it really baffles me how poor the country is because i read somewhere that is it starbucks uh, mm. get their coffee starbucks. from from congo mm. they get it from congo yeah. you get it from up north um kisangani mm. up north yeah mm. i think it's up north mm. but anyway they get the coffee from there mm. and that what i don't understand is you want the coffee take the coffee mm. we don't want the coffee we don't need the coffee right. the only time we need it is when we have our traditional funerals where we have to start for days right. you know two three days so right. we keep it we drink it to keep us but mm. after that we don't care for the coffee mm. but they seem to want to take the coffee whilst inflicting pain pain suffering, suffering. death on villages and there's just wow, no really? need there's just no need for it so mm. that's really and not everyone knows you know a lot of my friends i've said don't drink if you're going to drink starbucks we can't be friends really that's my people who they're killing for coffee beans, coffee beans. the thing is like Af even africans don't even coffee. drink coffee Ghanaians, I don't know any Ghanaian that says, <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm feeling for a coffee today. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Really. And it's sad. It's really sad. And it upsets me because, like I said, I've got a lot of friends from Congo and mm. they, they can't go back yet. 
so go rich. back we have to go back we have to go back we exactly. have to go back we exactly. have to go back mm. and make and let the world know that this is our country the whole continent everyone we all have to mm. go back to our homes mm. and stop there's what something really funny that trump said in one of his press conferences saying that a lot of his friends invest in this shit whole countries mm. charlie if it's shit whole why mm. are you investing mm. it you know why would you invest in a shit whole mm. country mm. that lets me know and everyone else who's paying attention that's where the money mm. is go back home and invest we have china that just takes the soil out mm. of congo because in that soil there's so many minerals and the soil is so fertile they take it back to their country and build and build you know they build sift out all the nice minerals yeah. and then do no you know why are we not there saying mm. no pay for it why are mm. you digging up our soil for real you know you're making a lot of money from it mm. but this we have to do this work mm. we have to do this work it's not down to people who are over there for real. you know over we, there you we them, have to showcase it because yeah. we're in a Better, better position, position than they are yeah and we a lot can of go us... there and take pictures and say this is the congo mm-hmm. you don't want me to see this is the africa and we shouldn't see. be the ones going about exploiting you have people who are educated mm. that go there and they, they exploit mm. we exploit our own countries mm. you know pay what you would pay mm. a normal person mm. you know the the fair price mm. and pay it mm. don't underpay people mm. you know invest you 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 know you you invest and you use that investment to rebuild Build. all these oh, i'm gonna go africa and get rich mm. buy my my hundred by hundred plot build it's my massive house selfish thinking isn't it and then you and then you're paying people peanuts mm. you know don't don't do, don't that. do that we're Be ruining fair. our country and when other people want to come in and do it mm. we want to say oh you can't do that mm. why you're mm. doing it yeah yeah you know yeah but yeah i think it starts with us definitely mm. no i totally agree Let's get back on the food. Obviously, why should people invest in Congolese food? Why should people take time to say, yo, Congolese food? Because Congolese food goes well with Congolese music. <laughs> Someone, play, play a Congolese song, man. That's what I've been going on. That's what I've been getting that proper vibe. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, people love our food, our banter, you know, fashion sense. Mm. Debatable. <laughs> you know, come eat the food. Mm, 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 mm. You know, we don't have special rice like mm. jollof. Mm. I don't think we have like special, special things. Mm. But just come, just yeah, come yeah, and yeah. eat. You know, I'm, I'm learning. Mm. I'm learning new dishes all the time, mm. Congolese dishes, and. Mm. Just try it. Mm. You know, if if you like it, you come back. For if real. you think mm, you're coming back, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, you know, you're a mom as well, entrepreneur. That's what I say, entrepreneur. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, what would you say to any moms or women out there that are a bit hesitant and a bit apprehensive when it comes to starting their own business? don't take time just do it mm. do it keep doing it if that's what you really want to do mm. it doesn't have to be food this apron mm-hmm. was made by a mom of four all under the age of six wow four kids under the age of six wow. and two 
are twins. Mm. There are two, two, two. No, sorry, she's got two twin girls that are mm. two years old. Mm. She made me this. She's just started her own her own um, um, business, mm. um, De Heritage, mm. De Heritage, mm. on Instagram. Mm. She, you know, it took her a while. She's been trying to do this thing, but obviously you've got kids. Yeah. You know, you've got work. But she's done it, and she's so you know. She's proud. She's proud. She's you know, she's yeah. She's like, hey, this is something that I could bring my kids in. I'm mm. building this for my kids, mm. even if it's not what my kids want. It's mm. you know, it shows them that they can go do mm. their own. Mm. Um, I'm always supportive of anyone mm. who wants to start their own thing. Mm. I'm all, especially women, mm. especially mothers. Mm. You know, I sometimes wake up if if I have a busy day. Don't forget, orders, you're a single mum as well. I'm a single mum. Um, I'm gonna put a joke in there, but okay. <laughs> um, you know, like if I if I've got big orders in mm. in the day, I sometimes wake up at four in the morning mm. to yeah, corn <laughs> um, to prep. You mm. know, the mikate. If mm. I know, you know, I've got big orders mm. like the taba. Sometimes I'm up, up at five, mm. six in the morning, just getting things ready. Wow. Um, and then I homeschool, mm. so I'm homeschooling as well. Jeez. Um. Just go for it. Mm. Just do it. Just do it. You just never it. know until you try, and don't get put off by. I've been like, it's been a struggle just to get the amount of followers on Instagram mm. that I have, because mm. not everyone wants to come on my Instagram. Mm. You know, they want to stay where they are. Mm. And don't let that put you off. Yeah. Because people are seeing what you're doing. Right. And you have people that message me saying, oh, can I? Yeah. Mm. People that message other people, they're saying, yeah, this person's messaging me about your food. Right. They want some, right? Tell them to come to me. Right. You know, people are seeing your work. Mm. It's going to take just that one piece of, you know, food or clothing or post that just gets someone to mm. just message you out. I'm interested. Right. Go for it. You yeah. can never be too busy to invest in yourself. It- you know? Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. You can never be too busy to invest in yourself. For real, for real. You know, who wants yeah. to do nine to fives anyway? Yeah, yeah. And, you're enjo- and I, I, I can see that you're enjoying. I enjoy it. it. I mean, the smoke was going all in your eye, but yeah, you were like, like smiling through. You're like, sorry. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying. I promise you, I'm not crying. I don't hate this place. I don't hate what I'm doing. You know, um, the struggles, you know, it's all, it's it's not part of the struggle. Sometimes I don't get orders, sometimes I'm just dead fiddling. Maybe I didn't post enough, maybe you know, the picture wasn't nice Mm, enough, mm. you know. Mm. But yeah, I hear that, I hear that. Um, listen, love yende (laughs) for me, love young female, hengle, hengle, hey, (laughs) (laughs) hey, listen, man, um. I can't lie, the food here is banging. It's amazing. It's lovely. It is. Oh, it's scrumptious. Trust him. So trust come, me, trust me. Uh, the smoky meat, mikate. So you've had the goat? I've had the goat. And you had I prefer the lamb, the I can't lamb. lie. Yeah, mm. the goat, I was beefing it. I was mm. going 10 rounds with Mike Tyson and <laughs> I was getting knocked out every round. You know what I mean? But this the one, I can enjoy. People love my goat, Nigerians. Really? Nigerians love mm, my goat. Mm, they mm, like to fight with their food. Mm, 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 I personally don't like fighting with my food. I love it. I love <laughs> everything here. It's flavors. There's, 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 there are, there's taste. And the pili pili. There's pili pili. You know, if you wanna go home, 
on the toilet and <laughs> lock yourself it's in. Like That's up toilet. to you. You know what I mean? But I love everything on this palette, on this uh, table here. I love the spread. And honestly, if you get time, holler at Fatima. She's incredible. Incredible what she's doing. Thank you. As a single mum, uh, as a woman, uh, you know. As a woman in a man's world. In a man's world, you know what I'm saying? She's doing big things. Doing big things. So support, you know what I mean? How, how do people get in touch with you? Instagram. Yeah. Um, love young female on Instagram. Mm. That's my main place. Mm. Um, it's already the stubborn ones that mm. I want to join my Instagram. Right. But I have to. I'm gonna put it on my Insta right now. Mm. Instagram. Bang bang bang. Done. Instagram and just your obviously. That's it. That's on it. my Instagram. You can get my phone number. You can get your yeah. So, Instagram. You Instagram get, and get my number. You get your number from there. You can send me a message on WhatsApp. Mm. Um, but yeah, mostly on Instagram. Mm. You can see go through my page, see what I make. Mm. I'm constantly adding things because, you know, not everyone is Congolese. For real. So people want different, you know, I've had to put mac and cheese, I've had mm. to put french fries. Mm. Um, I've recently just, I'm about to add burgers. Mm. Um, so you're diversifying your menu. I, I, you know, I have got to, to change it up. This, this is the issue, in, like with the Congolese food. Mm. I mean, even even other restaurants do it. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think Nigerians do it. <laughs> Nigerians stick to their own. They stick to their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you, you've got you've got to. You might get a spring roll yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> you know they For stick real. to their own. But with, I think it's really hard to get the food that people want mm. in Congolese dishes. Mm. Other than this. Taba, Mikate, and Kwanga, mm. Pondu, Fumbwa. Mm. Mm, Fumbwa, even some Congolese people don't like Fumbwa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I'm constantly adding, adding. fried chicken. Mm. I've got fried BBQ, mm. BBQ grilled Fridays now. So on Fridays, I just do. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I've got chicken. one final question. What, mm. what does it mean to be Congolese? Oof. What does being Congolese mean to you? In your own definition, there's no right answer to this. Mm. I think the heart of Africa. That's it. The heart of Africa. Mm. My granddad used to say, the continent of Africa is, a sh- is the shape of um, a pistol. Mm. And Congo is the trigger, because Congo is right in the middle. <laughs> so we are, Yeah. you know, yeah, we are the heart of Africa. Mm. I'm the heart of Africa. Mm. Um... Yeah, we're right in the center, aren't we? That's it. So we mm-hmm. are the heart. There you go. Listen, thank you very much, Fatima. You're welcome. Great, great, great conversation with you. I've thank enjoyed you. every second of it. And um, yeah, honestly, like I said, if you're ever hungry and you're about to go to Nando's, don't, don't go do to it. Nando's. Not every day. Switch it up. <laughs> Switch it up, man. You know what I mean? Switch up the thing. Switch it's not every day Nando's. Give it a bit of Congo. Give yeah. it a bit of this. Give it a bit of. Maybe I'll enough support, this. and now I'm gonna. Support. Yeah. I'm gonna open my own little. That whole center, I'll get my little truck, yeah. my food truck. Right. Restaurant. Right. I Love promise that. to be open every day. Mm. For real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> not closed like, some, close some, like some, some people. Some people, yeah, for real. Yeah, for but um, yeah, I just want to expand. Mm. I want to go into farming. Mm. I want to go into agriculture. Mm. Um, and I want to bring those f- foods, and you know, I've actually made inquiries about bringing certain types of food from Congo. From Congo, yeah, 
in, you know, it has to go from Congo to France because mm. we're, they're still colon- we're still colonised, France, Belgium, and into the UK. Right, right, it's right. a long process, mm. but people who know about our food back mm. home, mm. the community, they're paying for that mm. food. Mm. Like, it's so good. Do you think it's important to have that... Um, that, that Congolese influence from like the ingredients in your dishes as well definitely why definitely because we I want people to know about my food mm. I want people to know down to and it has a the story. season yeah it's down to the season and every part of the country you know every part of the Congo different regions every dish has its own stories you know some places where they don't even eat meat mm. but they have um alternatives to mm, meat mm, mm. um that have fish have mm. alternatives mm. people we don't have fridges mm. they dry their fish they salt their fish mm. you know and i think that's how salted and dry fish came came, came to be yeah um, but yeah but so, so so the ingredients sourced right now it's it's not technically not from congo but later on it will be it's not i mean some of it is oh, some of it some is, of okay, it cool, is cool. yeah but um the great the good qualities you know you could go up north and you yeah. find the best you know mm. rich in flavor mm. um well well mm. um well processed mm. you know like there's a the um the kwanga mm. the cassava leaves which mm. is the pondu mm. sombe we mm. call it sombe mm. The Lingala people call it Pondu. Pondu, yeah. From Kisangani, mm. you have you have to know you have to know the Pondu to know the mm. difference. And the one from Kisangani tastes so much mm. better. People pay up to ten euros right. for a small bag of it. Jeez. Yeah. And what, what what ingredients are we talking? What ingredients are we talking about? Um, just. It, I mean, again, it depends where you're from. Mm. It depends where you're from. So each part is different. Um, so in, in this, what ingredients from Congo has gone into... Um, the peanuts. The peanuts the from peanuts, Congo. The peanuts... The, no, the peanuts not even from the Congo. Okay. I, I, think it's, I think it's from China. Oh. I think it's made in China. Right, we're going to wrap up on that, <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell. We're going to wrap up. But it would be nice to bring More, stuff from yeah, home. Yeah, and know? then it has a story of yeah. its own. Yeah, yeah. And Listen, investing in our own country. Exactly. Thank you very much, Fatima, for uh, doing this food bangs. Thank Honestly, you. we're gonna promote you. We're gonna push it, push it, push it as much as we can. Thank you. You've just finished watching this food bangs. Make sure you check out Fatima's uh, Instagram. We're gonna put it all up all on our socials. Check it out. Get some Congo food. Bang bang. Thank you.